This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. Well, during the pandemic, we saw mortgage rates decline down into the three, three and a half percent range, and that spurred a wave of refinancing activity. These low rates were really just too good to pass up for many people. But now you have a scenario where the refi market maybe is not as attractive with rates above 7%. Still, that lock-in at the lower rate mortgage can be a great thing if you want to save money on, but it can also have impact on things like possible relocation for another job, and that obviously can have downstream impacts. Lou Liu is a finance professor here at the Wharton School and co-author of a paper looking at this component of lock-in. Lou, great to have you with us today. Thanks for your time. Yes, hi, Dan. Thanks for having me. Hi, Okay, glad we got the the phone issue squared away. Thanks for your time. Let me start off because this is a very unique time uh, in terms of the mortgage market right now. And as you, you and your uh, co-author look at in this uh, paper, uh, the the other elements that are impact being impacted by this mortgage lock-in, what was it that drew your attention to this issue of lock-in in the first place? Yeah, I think um, it's really a historical time, as you as you explained, right? Rates have been falling for decades, and this has possibly been the the largest rate rise um, since the since the 80s. So the largest kind of the lowest point to go from to go to seven percent from three to seven percent. That's that's not happened since the 80s, and so anticipating that, we were really curious if that. Um, would have knock-on effects, as you said, on people's moving behaviors and in particular people's moving behaviors when there's, say, job opportunities that they're passing up um, um, because because it's it's much more attractive for people to stay in their homes right now. And, and so because of the fact that rates are where they are at the moment, I think the expectation is that this issue of lock-in is going to be around for a while, wouldn't it be? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, most households in the U.S. have 30-year fixed-rate mortgages. So, you know, um, and in the press, this has actually been referred to what you described as kind of it's a good thing, but maybe there's a there's a kind of um, there's a there's a kind of a, a bad 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 aspect to it, which is that you can think of these low rates as as golden handcuffs. So they're kind of golden because you've got a low rate locked in, but it's it also kind of handcuffs you to your current house. So. Yeah, that that's that's really unprecedented and could last for a very long time. So you could potentially keep your low rate for up to 30 years. So that's a very long time horizon to affect the vast majority of U.S. households. So we we looked at some um, national data. The most recent national data suggests that about two thirds of households have a rate locked in that's four percent or lower. So this is really affecting the vast majority of U.S. borrowers. And I think you can see this in in, in, in current, in, for instance, in the current housing market, um, where, where inventories have dropped by about 30%, existing home sales have fallen by a similar amount. So um, right. it's really, I think, already quite tangible. Um, and with rates staying that high, there's, no, there's, 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 a, there's a prospect that this could be with us for a very long time. Do, do we have data yet, and because this is still a relatively fresh uh, new process that we're going through right now, on just how much impact there is on something like mobility at the moment because people lock into that lower rate and they're very hesitant to maybe to take that new job a couple hundred miles away where they have to move. 
Exactly. So what we can do is we've looked at the previous previous data and past moving rates and relationships with lock-in, and we find that a 1 percentage point increase in lock-in reduces moving rates by around 9 percent. So if you apply this to the current situation, where, as I said, two-thirds of the U.S. mortgage borrowers have locked in a rate of 4 percent or lower, say people have locked in 4 percent, then if rates are 7 percent now, that's a three percentage point increase worsening of lock-in. So moving rates could be could be falling by up to by up to thirty percent. So in terms of what it would take for somebody to move, even with that 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 shift of mortgage rate, you're talking about having to have a significantly higher level of pay. I would think in some cases, or you know, a moderately higher level of pay. Uh, or maybe even, and I guess some companies would, will be doing this, uh, companies giving them financial assistance for that move. Yeah, exactly. So it's not just that your annual mortgage rate goes up, right? So if, say for the average household, that's about um, a one percentage point increase in mortgage rates, maybe is about a 2000 US dollar increase in annual payments. But that's just one year, right? So if you have a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage, and say you've been in your current house for 10 years and you've got 20 years left, right? That's up to 20 times the amount, and you can discount that if you want to. So actually, yeah. I, maybe I can tell you about some, some of the new analysis that we've done. So actually looking ahead, we've actually done some simulations for interest rates going forward. And in these simulations, we allow households to actually refinance when interest rates decrease. So the idea is that maybe lock-in isn't so bad if rates decrease in the future and you can refi right. to a lower rate then. So we, well, and we and do these uh, comparisons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish up. Yeah. So um, we've, done, we've done these computations with, say, you have a locked-in rate of 4% and you've got a loan balance of 260000 U.S. dollars. And we're comparing that, that lock-in, that locked-in rate that you have, your kind of golden handcuff, um, to refinancing to these current levels or maybe levels that we see prevailing over the near future of 7%. And so how costly is that lock-in for you? What's the dollar amount that you would have to give up? For the average household, that's around 58,000 US dollars. So almost of the order of one times the average annual income. And it's interesting because I had mentioned yesterday on the show uh, another survey uh, that had just come out asking people what it would take for them to kind of shift out of their current mortgage, especially if it was up in the 6 and 7% range, and, and to do that. Uh, and people were talking about uh, seeing rates in the five. So if you had a mortgage that was in that 3, 3 4% rate, if mortgage rates got to the fives, they'd be willing to consider that. So that's a significant, uh, I think, important uh, point here in terms of understanding where the market is right now. That's exactly right. Yeah. So so there there's a chance that rates decrease, and there's even a small chance, a, ver a relatively small chance based on historical volatilities, that rates go back to the level where they actually locked it in, say, 3 4%. And that turned that that really reduces the cost to say about twenty thousand U.S. dollars, but there's also a small chance that lock-in could be as high as eighty thousand U.S. dollars. So it it kind of really depends on if you're looking into the future, what you think the probability is that rates are going to go to a certain level at a certain point in time. But I think what you what you point out the survey is really interesting, 
and I think the you know policymakers should be monitoring monitoring these types of information is that maybe there's also um, some some aspects of salience like I want a certain rate and once that rate is low enough say five percent maybe that's yeah. a threshold where a lot of people would consider this kind of implied cost of say twenty thousand US dollars or thirty thousand US dollars and maybe that's worth it if you know your future if there's a if there's a great job opportunity somewhere else and you know great opportunities for you and your family so that's that's really something to monitor how much do corporations have to also kind of take this uh into their mindset when they're thinking about some of the hiring that they're going to be doing here in the future and understanding that this is a component uh that they have to factor in that you know some people may choose to pass on a job because of this component of lock-in yeah, no, that's 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 exactly right. So um, it may be that if you have a particular person in mind for whom this job is a really good match, you may have to really consider offering some of these, as you say, kind of relocation um, relocation um, expenses um, to for for that particular person to move. And so that may increase tightening in the labor market. It may reduce kind of turnover and and maybe good labor market matches. So this is also something to watch for the medium term. And, and so obviously this issue of lock-in is, is something that becomes more and more important to watch longer term, or at least over the next few years because of the path seemingly that we're on right now. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, right now, right, um, the Fed has been pondering and the, 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 there's been some recent meetings and, and the Fed is pondering to, to raise to raise rates even further. So that's going to depend on how inflation turns out and, for instance, um, how things, um, I think um, um, Jerome Powell noted um, that they've been monitoring the increase in house prices uh, in, in, the, in the recent months because that's, in a way, that's quite puzzling, right? I think we, we spoke right. about this before. Um, rates, have, rates have gone up by that amount, but house prices have actually turned up and most people are projecting an increase in house prices. So that's that's really something to watch if that's exacerbated by lock-in, right? People not putting their houses on sale, these housing markets being very tight. So um, right. yeah, this this may this may these these this may actually interact with um, with inflationary pressures and how the Fed responds to those. Lou, great to have you with us. Thanks very much for your time today. All the best. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lou Liu, uh, finance professor here at the Wharton School. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.